Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. Uh, It's good to have you back. Today I am reading some of my own short pieces, um, and I hope you will enjoy them. I'll break them up with... um, um, an advert or a song or two, just to give you some variety. So I am going to start with one. What is it that turns you on about me? Is it the pain you can cause me, my screams and shudders? Is it the fear in my eyes? Is it the rush of fluid from my pussy as you work on me? The places where our twisted desires meet like jagged jigsaw pieces. My moans and screams and tears, if you can get them. The intensity of my desire. My slightly obsessive nature. All of these. What is it that draws you to me? The deep red blush that moves through my body and lights up my face. The purple welts and bruises from your teeth, the strap, and any of your toys. My thick red curly hair. I can feel your hands in it as you bend me back to fuck me deeper. My skin feels too tight, ignited from the inside out, waking fever dreams, the burn only increasing, hands between my legs, pulling, stroking, rubbing, anything to find that release. Coming increases the fever. There is no release, only a temporary reprieve. What if I wanted to break? Thank you.
Confess, slut. You pull my head up by the hair, forcing me to look at you. I'm crimson. Tell me how many people you were dreaming about fucking, you demand. I stammer. My blush goes deeper. The tips of my ears are now fire engine red. Ten, I manage to choke out. All at once, you chuckle. No, ma'am, a few at a time, I reply, with a mischievous grin on my face. Tell me more, you demand. I find it almost impossible to keep eye contact and to talk about how many holes I want to feel filled with dick, with hands, with tongue, with toys. How many pussies I want to be licking and sucking. How many dicks I want to suck. How many nipples I want to be nibbling at. How much I want to feel teeth on my body. And that doesn't even include the whips, paddles, hands, fingers, and all the other toys I want to be on the receiving end of. I realize I've been silent too long and stutter. Ma'am, I want to be filled all three holes. I am so hungry. I want to eat pussy, suck titties and nipples, lick asses, suck cock. I am so very hungry. This sentence finishes with a moan. Suck on this now, you say as you shove your tit in my mouth. I'm licking and sucking your hands in my hair, setting the pace. My nipples are burning, pussy dripping as I ply myself to worshipping you. You taste so good. The taste of you is exhilarating. Your nails run down my throat. I shiver in response. You grab hold of my nipples, pinching until I almost cannot bear it. The flush has spread over my chest. I'm sucking, licking harder as intently as I can. Determined to bring you off just from sucking on your tits. Your fingers dig in harder as you groan. I can feel the heat move through you. You are close, and I am determined. Your hands grip my hair. I can no longer breathe except when you let me. I'm immersed in your taste, your smell, your heat. I can feel my pussy contract. My clitoris is throbbing. The closer you get to orgasm, the closer I get. Your moan is music to my whole body. As you finally let go, I slowly catch my breath. I am still on the edge of orgasm. You leave me there for a while, slowly, scratching and pinching my body, kneading my flesh, listening for my breathing to quicken. You grab one of my breasts and I scream, Please, ma'am, come, slut, you reply and watch as the orgasm moves through me. Um, an advert from one of my current favorite podcasts. Non-vanilla with special guest, Miss Ava. Have you ever worn panties? Ralph? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> just a... <clears throat> Ralph, go, uh, uh, our, our, our next topic is... I just love how it got real silent there, Chris. <laughs> I was just curious <laughs> if you knew what it felt well, like. You know, uh, I can't believe I not made Ralph Greco speechless. This is a red letter day. I can feel the blush halfway across the country. Where's your blood going? 
That's a clue. Licking non-vanilla. A sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. With your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. Due diligence. That one comes with a health warning, Rosanna says, as she followed my gaze. Sweet, chocolate, smooth, and a swag at a boot. Marga, are you listening to me? Rosanna chides. Hmm, I reply, pupils dilating as I continue to watch them from across the room. Marga, if you keep staring, you'll burn a hole in their jacket. She laughs as my face becomes pink. We've come out for a comfortable drink on a Friday night. Rosanna bullied me into it, reminding me how long it had been since I was out in public. It'll be fun. We can celebrate your freedom. Okay, I guess I've been a hermit long enough, I reply. It had been six months since my separation from Ange. The relationship had lasted a few years and then fizzled out. It was mostly vanilla, so no surprise that it didn't work. I found myself having to be the dominant partner in the relationship, eliminating most of the heat. The bartender approaches us. Marga, she says, this is compliments of the one you've been staring at, with a chuckle in her voice, and hands me a single malt tall with ice and water. Rosanna laughs as I accept the drink and then raises it in a toast to them, noticing that they've moved closer. Ooh, they're observant, I remark to Rosanna, noticing what I drink or asking Sandra. I gulp a quarter of the drink. Slowly, Rosanna chides. Don't forget how easily you're affected by alcohol. If you plan to dance with them, you will need your wits about you. Rosanna and I finish our drinks, enjoying the light banter and some gossip about people from our old crowd. I have to get home, sweetie. Are you coming? Rosanna asks. Nah, I'll sort out a taxi home. I'm going to stay for another one, I reply. Careful, girl. Remember, they come with a health warning. Make sure you negotiate well. Be polite and curb your bossiness, Rosanna says. Okay, Zanna, I hear you. You've done your due diligence. I have been warned, I reply, and we hug goodbye. I turn back to the bar and continue to savor the single malt. I notice the slight sweetness and then the smoke on my tongue and rolling down my throat. I sigh. It's times like these I would love to still be a smoker. I am lost in the sensory pleasure, eyes closed, mouth parted, sitting on the stool with my elbows on the bar. I can sense their presence before they speak. Are you enjoying the drink, girl? They say. I can feel their heat up my back. My nipples harden and the liquid begins to ooze from my center. Uh, yes, sir, I reply softly. Thank you. I finish the scotch as I hear them order me another. I'm about to tell them that I don't need another, and my voice catches in my throat. Their hand is at the back of my neck, and my legs turn to jelly. They introduce themselves and press in closer to me. As they speak, their fingers are playing with the hair on the back of my neck. Nails bite into my neck, scratch lightly, draw patterns until I am damn near hypnotized. My eyes are still closed, and I am swaying slightly. I realize that they are holding me up. Their arms move around me and I adjust to lean against them. 
Their fingers slide over my breasts, pinching, squeezing, stroking until I am moaning aloud. Sandra sets the drink in front of me and shakes her head. Don't make a mess, she admonishes us. Marga, she starts, and then she thinks better of it. All the while, they are whispering in my left ear, asking questions about my likes and dislikes. I answer softly, blushing ever more deeply as the questions become more intimate. Do I like to be fucked? Ass-fucked? Have I ever been fisted? What do I consider hard limits? I answer each question before I have time to think. If I think, I won't be able to answer. They are tweaking my nipple as they ask me about limits, squeezing harder until I gasp in pain. They turn my head to look in my eyes, and I know all they are seeing is black pupils. The pain is intense and the pleasure runs right behind it. They ask me again about limits, and I hear myself reply, Slaves don't really have too many limits. I don't want to be permanently injured. Apart from that, the standard... No animals, children, or scat. They virtually hum their pleasure at my response, and I wonder what I have just walked into. So, no particular limits, they say slowly. No, sir, there are things I like, things I don't like. When I serve someone with whom I have a connection, with whom trust develops, I do not have a list of limits. I hand over control and do my best to rise to any challenges set, to please the person I am serving. Tell me three things you are either afraid of or really don't like. I hear their words as a command. I amaze myself and I don't filter. Hoods, fisting, and needles are things I am afraid of. I don't like having my feet beaten. I don't like rope much. And I don't like gags. They're still playing with my left nipple. They lean closer and their breath is on my neck. They slowly bite down on my left ear, increasing the pressure until I begin to squirm. Be still, they whisper in my ear. I hold myself still, all attention focused on his teeth, on my ear, and then moving to the spot on my neck behind my ear where they can see the pulse. I moan as they bite down over the pulse. I feel the sharpness of their teeth and imagine my blood pumping into their mouth, sliding down their throat. They groan. They are seeing, feeling the same thing. They take my hand and press it to their crotch. I want to slide to my knees, but they hold me in place. Tell me three things you love, three things that make you come just thinking of them, they breathe in my ear. Being fucked, all holes filled, being beaten, implement depends on mood, but favorites are floggers, cats, and shambocks being pissed on, I reply, as I turn blood red, and I love being bitten, I finish. Tell me three things that inhabit your fantasies, they say. I'm clear that it doesn't matter if I have experienced these or not. They want three things that I find myself drawn to, that I think of. Chains, being on a master's chain, knives, claws, and other sharp things that draw blood, being a slut for a varied group, all genders and sexualities, my face is so hot. They chuckle. They pull my hair and say, let's go. Sandra waves me goodbye. See you later, Marga. Have fun. They are leading me by my hair. I am clumsy as I follow, trying to keep up without stumbling. 
They lead me towards the alley to the rear car park. Halfway down, they press me up against the brick wall. Their thigh pushes my legs apart, and they press into sopping wet pussy. They gather my hair, pushing my head back, and take my mouth. They bite down on my tongue, causing me to bleed. They have my left breast again, pulling on my nipple, squeezing my breast until I think I will scream. They silence me with their mouth again. Their thigh pressed to my pussy has me on the edge of orgasm. I want to ride them. I can no longer feel the brick against my back, all my attention focused on where they are touching me. They slap my face and my knees buckle. I'm suspended on their leg. I can feel their finger marks on my cheek. Good girl, they say, and I'm moaning, desperate for more. Do you want to play, girl? they ask. Yes, sir, I moan. Good. Should you need a safe word, use my name, they instruct. At that moment, I can hear Rosanna saying, that one should come with a health warning. I shiver, and they chuckle as though they have heard my thoughts. They rip my blouse bra and expose my breasts. They bend and bite deeply, sucking and gnawing on my left breast until I am sure they are going to break the skin. I'm dying for them to break the skin. Gods, all I want is to feel their teeth enter me and my blood flow into their mouth. I barely know them and I want to offer this much. I tremble in response to these thoughts. Face the wall, they bark. I turn around, pressing my breasts against the cold brick. They lift my skirt and expose my ass. They pull my soaked cotton panties aside and shove two fingers into my sopping cunt. Quiet, they warn. We don't want to join the police, do we? I bite my tongue so as not to scream. The blood flows from it again. They're fucking me and I am bucking back against them, pressing down on their fingers, dying for them to fill me. I feel the cold lube against my ass as they spread my cheeks. One, two, and then three fingers open my asshole. They drag me further down the alley over to a disused picnic table and bend me over it. They shove their dick into my ass in one quick stroke. I rise to meet their thrusts, my orgasm building. They grab my hips and slam into my ass over and over. Please, 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 I'm crying. Please let me come, sir, I wail. Not yet, they say, and I growl in response. I don't know how I'm going to still my body. They continue to fuck my ass harder and faster until I can feel them come. I moan in pleasure and frustration. They pull out quickly and rearrange my panties, smack my ass, and pull down my skirt. Let's go, they say, and lead me to the car. How about your place, they say, and I give him the address to my house outside the city where my dogs wait. They pinch my nipples on the drive, dig fingers into my thighs, pinch my thighs, rub my clit until tears of frustration fill my eyes. I'm struggling to hold it together. They told me not yet, and I don't want to disappoint. They are smirking, can see how hard this is for me. We enter my house. They strip the rest of my clothing off and walk into the living area like they own the place. They sit down on the green leather sofa, crawl to me they say, and initially I freeze. Before they have to repeat themselves, I drop to the floor and crawl across the stone entry hall and into the oak, onto the oak plank floor. I crawl to the rug in front of them and kneel with my head to their feet. Their hands are in my hair, stroking, pulling, and then lifting my head so I'm looking up at them. They're studying me. 
the unshed tears in my eyes, the redness of my cheeks, my shallow breathing, and my dilated pupils. They take off their trousers. Suck me, they say. I suck them like I am dying of thirst, as though I were starving. There is nothing in the world but their dick. After a while, they control my breathing, hold my head down as they thrust into my throat, allowing me to breathe and feeling me gasp. Please, I gasp when they let me up. Come then, they say, and I explode as they fuck my throat. They keep fucking my throat until they come and then pull me to them, running hands over my body, pinching, scraping, scratching, claiming each and every bit I am moaning again, close to coming. Don't, they warn. They remove their belt and fold it doubles. My eyes become even wider with fear and desire. They press my head to the ground, have me facing away from them, and begin to beat me, back, ass, and thighs. They continue the beating until they raise good welts and finally, until they draw blood. Now you can come, they say, and I do, tears running down my cheeks. They gather me up in their arms and stroke me as my breathing returns to normal. I can tell they love my tears. We fall asleep on the sofa. When we wake, I think of Rosanna's due diligence and smile. They raise an eyebrow. My friend said you should come with a health warning. She told me she'd done her due diligence by telling me so. They chuckle as they nip at that spot on my neck where my pulse beats. Thanks for joining me on this erotic adventure. Join me again next week for more exciting erotica. Visit my websites, drlorybethbisbee.com and drlorybethbisbee.press for more information about what I'm doing and what services are available. Check out my weekly internet radio show, The A to Z of Sex, on the Health and Wellness Channel, voiceamerica.com, Thursdays at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, 7 p.m. BST, and that's a live show. If you've got suggestions for this show or authors you'd like to hear, email me at laurybeth at drlaurybethbisbee.press. Have a great week. <laughs>